Hey guys, and welcome to the first episode of the Bible Scholars Podcast. I'm so excited for you to join me today. I think this is going to be a really, really good first episode. Great way to open it up. And I'm so excited for you to join me, whether you're joining me from your living room, your kitchen, cooking a meal, you know, driving to work in your car, where, wherever, where, whatever you're doing. I'm just so excited for you to join me today. And it's very encouraging. I just want to let you know that I have been really thinking about this for a while, about a year and a half whether I should actually start up a podcast and just really praying about it. So here it goes. This is what I'm doing. And thank you for joining me. I'd like to give you guys some information on myself. My name is Ryan Campbell. I am 25 years old. I'm located on the south side of Chicago. And I am the eldest or oldest of my two siblings. So firstborns, they're great. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I had to say I'm kidding because we're talking about humility and I got to be humble, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah, I got to do it. So the first, the first episode is on humility. And the reason why I think this is so important is because I believe that this is essential to how we started our walk, right? This is essential to how we came to Christ. Why humility is so important is because 1 Peter 5 says, 1 Peter 5 verse 5 says this. Quote, unquote, God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. See, the reason why we were able to even receive salvation is because we came to Christ in humility. And we said, hey, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Messiah. I believe that you are God. I believe and I know that I have sinned. We recognize our lowness. We recognize our desperate need for Jesus. We recognize, as, as Matthew 5 says, and when, when, when Jesus preached on the, uh, on the mount, Matthew 5 says this, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. Listen, we recognize how poor in spirit we are. We recognize that we are without morality. We are low. And we said, Jesus, I believe in you and I repent. And that is why humility is humility is so important. Because it it broke the hostility between us and God and built a bridge to connect us to to Christ to the father through Christ humility is also the way Jesus leads us it's the way he teaches us i was i was reading through the scripture and psalm 25 9 said this he leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way listen if you are not humble how can god lead you in what is right and if you are not humble, how can he teach you his way? Listen, humility is the door to living your life for Christ. Humility is the door to living fully surrendered for Jesus, for the Father. That is why it is so important. It is so important because humility is how 
you are able to live in a greater capacity where you serve God to your fullest. You know, sometimes Christians are living their life for God and they're going through the motions and they, they, they stop and they say to themselves, why is God not using me in greater ways? Why do I feel like God is barely using me? And sometimes if we, if we really look into our hearts, if we really look deep in our hearts and we really put our reflection up to Christ, we will see that there is a lack of humility and a lack of obedience to God. There's a lack of obedience. I want to read Philippians 2, 6 through 11, because I believe it gives, it, it, Jesus exemplified what humility looked like. He exemplified what humility meant. So I'm going to read it. Philippians 2, 6 through 11. Who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by being obedient to the point of death. Even death on the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee sh should bow, bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father. That's powerful. First. I believe humility is where you empty yourself by taking the form of a servant. As Philippians verse chapter 2 verse 7 says, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Jesus Christ emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. And he was born in the likeness of us. So he took the lowest form. He took the lowest He humbled himself by being obedient on obedient to the point of death. Jesus had a the quality of a mindset that was humble opinion of himself. He had a humble opinion of himself. You know, Jesus could have said, "God, the, God, I am great. Why would I die on the cross? Why would I do such a thing?" Jesus could have said that. Instead, he did not seek self-governor. He did not seek to have self-government, but he allowed the Father to govern his life in the way he pleased. He understood that in human form, he had a deep sense of one's littleness. That he needed Jesus, well, the Father. He need, Jesus needed the Father to deposit Himself into Him. 
Otherwise, how could he live the life that he lived for the father? And I think that is so important, right? I think that is so important because when we go to when we go to Paul, Paul says that he is the least of the apostles unworthy to be called an apostle. Why? Because he persecuted the church. But by the grace of God, he is who he is today or in that moment when he was alive. And God's grace was not in vain. And he actually, he also said he worked harder than any of the apostles. Though it was not him, but the grace of God that was with him. And I want to say this because it shows that in order to be humble, we must empty ourselves out and fill ourselves with Christ. And we must do this daily. We must do this daily. So, what is false humility? That is a question to think about, right? What is false humility? I believe false humility is when you seek to do the work of God, but seek to do it without him you rely on self-sufficiency you rely on self-esteem you rely on conf your own confidence you rely on such things and when people say hey that message was great you may sit there and say it wasn't me but god and in your heart you are saying it's me. Your heart just deeply says it is me. But the opposite of false humility is true humility. And true humility is knowing that nothing is done without God. God filled the vessel, you and I, with himself, the Holy Spirit, to communicate and display his glory. That is so, so powerful. And then we get to see the results of that humility that we have not only do we receive salvation but we we come to a community unity under jesus christ unity under that humility the same humility that unified the son to the father and the holy spirit the same humility that equipped us with the knowledge of god and ourselves the same humility that allows us to live on mission for God. These, these, these three things are important because these are the results. Community, the knowledge of God himself, and mission. This is a diagram that I remember seeing when I was listening to Matt Chandler's sermon. And in the center of that diagram was discipleship. Humility is the key component that enables Christ to pour into us and teach us and for us to be discipled by him. Without humility, we can it is impossible to be discipled by Christ. So we have to ask ourselves, in what way have I not been humble this week or today? Or in the last month? Am I interested in being humble? 
you know when, when someone when, when when someone says are you wrestling with this or that do i say no 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 i don't wrestle with that you know i i i i'm too good i'm i'm beyond that i'm past that yeah i don't even think we should say that i think we should say by the grace of god i am what i am i am who i am i, I it, pastor mark i'm gonna throw pastor mark in there when we when, he, when we find out that a pastor has had an affair committed adultery cheated on his wife pastor mark says this is by the grace of god that i have been abundantly and completely faithful to my wife pastor mark takes the view the perspective that that he he stands on the truth that paul does it is not i but by the grace of god that is in me and so we should also do the same if we ask ourselves why are we not being used greatly it is because it is not god within us it is simply just us it is not god within us because we do not want to learn his ways we do not want to accept the teachings that god is is, is putting in our paths we read the scripture and we see our friends and Everyone else, when we see, when we go to the scripture, we should say, hey, God, what are you speaking to me? What are you speaking to me? I believe that as Christians, we get humility wrong sometimes. And I, I just pray that we will not treat it as a momentarily thing, but a journey because we are all growing in humility. I remember when I first started teaching, I used to think that I was the savior to false teaching. I used to think I was going to come in to the church and I was going to teach so beautifully and effectively that false teaching would just be absolved. That is not the case. I'm called to edify the body, but I am not called to be the savior of anything i'm called to teach the word of god effectively but i'm also called to love my brothers and sisters above all so are you living in humility and are you even interested in living in humility ask yourself that And that is all for now. Thank you for joining me for the first episode. And I hope that you enjoyed it. Till next time when we talk about it.